Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a Friday show. We made it through another week. Another another week down. First week of Christmas. Pretty crazy. Time's flying by. Let me jump into this. Welcome to Break the Cycle with DST. I am your host, Dwayne. I am not a therapist, nor am I an attorney. I'm an individual much like you who's gone through a difficult experience and had to develop some te- ticks, tips, ticks. <laughs> Maybe I did have to develop some ticks to get through all this. Anyways, develop some t- tips and techniques that uh, I use to help me, that I share with you to help you get your life back, break the cycle of emotional abuse, and strengthen the relationship with your kids. Remember that only a licensed professional can diagnose a person with a personality disorder, so just be careful throwing that around because it can get you in trouble and hurt your credibility. And that's pretty much the main thing we have when we go through this, and as soon as we squander that, it's an uphill battle from there. If you want to support what we do here, you can do that by becoming a channel member. And you get special badges, custom emojis, name listed in the credits, member-only events. There'll be one, geez, it's Friday, so there'll be one tomorrow. I'll post in the uh, community tab on that. And access to the member-only Discord. The Discord does have a more public area as well, so it's not all of it's not hidden behind a wall. You want to get notified whenever the show goes live, you can text DST Live to 844-598-0012, 844-598-0012. And if you want to participate in today's show, you can do that by dialing 1424-373-5483 or 1424-DSD-LIVE. On that, oh my gosh, like I said, hopefully you guys are doing well. Made it through another week. Now I'm curious how in the how in the heck have I run through the morning music on other, on other days, but in the last couple of shows I've been able to finish on time and get my timing different. It's crazy, <clears throat> but there it goes. Music's done. <laughs> Anyways. So I had a, as some of you guys know, because I've kind of, I mentioned it the other day, I, uh, I've been trying to, to relearn some of my old programming stuff I used to do so I can try to automate some tasks that's mainly associated with YouTube. I've been having a hell of a time, but fortunately some of the members of the community are code developers. And, and then even a smaller subset of that are members of the Discord. So I had someone reach out to me the other day saying, hey, if you need some help, let me know. And uh, we, were, we were having a conversation primarily about Python and trying to interconnect with the uh, YouTube APIs, which I know for most people, you're like, okay, whatever. There's a point to this story. And that is one of the things we were, we were discussing amongst uh, API API calls and, and uh, known, I guess, known problems with, with that, that they were able to find to tell me that I wasn't losing my mind. So that was good. But the, the thing I wanted to, or the thing that we were discussing that I thought would be relevant, let me see if I can pull it up. And it, it was about, it was about how your perspective changes over time. Once you start going through this experience. 
And what I mean by is a high conflict, toxic divorce and custody battle. And the deal is, or at least for me, and, and he, the person I was talking to had said the same thing. And, and the underlying comment was, my perspective on what's important and what I stress about has changed since being involved in this situation. And that is one, I, one, of, the, one of the benefits that uh, I think we get out of this. And, and when you're in the first part of it, when you're starting this out, the idea of there being any benefits to this nightmare of a situation is hard to, it's hard to fathom. I know whenever people would say it would get better or things would change, you know, when you're in that, in that immediate pain, it's hard to see a pathway through that. But what, what I've noticed and what I've noticed with a lot of people who I've communicated with or talked to over the, over the years through the channel is it's a reoccurring reality theme that you just reevaluate your life. Now, now for me, what I, I, man, I used to be a very stressed, stressed and anxious person, constantly worried about everything in this state of fear, almost on a daily basis. And since all this has happened, it's really changed what I consider really important. And the reality is there really isn't much that's really important. It's like once you start going through this and you realize, holy crap, the things that you took for granted, access to your kids, you know, uh, your financial security. It's like everything that you used to worry about before, it's like, man, I mean, it's like, it, it's what's really important. And I mean, this even has affected the way I approach work things. I used to get so wrapped up on, on things and, and get stressed about it. And like, Oh my God, this has to be done at this time. And, and you know, we did this wrong or we did that wrong. Reality is now I look at things and it's like, all right, how important really is this? Is this really worth you know, does this bubble up to the level of catastrophe that I really need to get concerned with? Now, sometimes the answer is yes, but most of the time, no. Most of the time, it, uh, it just isn't. So for me, I had to learn to let things go and focus on what was truly important. You know, focus on what you can actually make changes with. Focus on issues that that uh, really deserve your attention. And it really starts to calm things down. It really starts to change. Well, it kind of fundamentally changes your entire environment. Because whenever you're not constantly worried about something or thinking that everything is a, as a priority, 
you can slow yourself down and start to enjoy, you know, enjoy the day and, and appreciate things that before would just take, you know, you would even take the moment to even consider. I mean, I guess technically it's kind of like, you know, stop to smell the flowers or stop to smell the roses. <laughs> Unless you're in uh, uh, The Walking Dead, then don't look at the flowers. <laughs> but there's a lot of truth to it. There's a lot of truth to saying, hey, just take a breath and just think about, or not think, just absorb the moment, appreciate the moment that moments that you do have. Now, I understand, I completely understand that every time, not every time, but that if you're in the, if you're in the part of this to where you're like, look, I don't get to see my kids. I got this stupid false allegation restraining order against me. You know, maybe it's even worse and and they've utilized a silver bullet or the nuclear option where they've, they're levying charges against you or accusations against you that you've done inappropriate things with your children, which is just freaking evil that people do that. What I mean is to lie about it just to try to win. I get that, uh, you know, this, when you're in the middle of a firefight, it can feel impossible to like, you know, how, how is this going to change? Because everything is super important. And there was a period of time when I was going through this, that that's exactly the way I felt. The thing is, is sometimes it can, it can take something truly catastrophic, like an experience like this. For you to really say, okay, you know what? I have to change. I have to reevaluate things and, and do things differently. Or like I said a minute ago, like for me, I had to learn to say, okay, you know, this, this, and this is not important anymore. These other two issues are really important. And that's what I'm going to focus my attention on. I'll get these other things done, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste a tremendous amount of time worrying about it. Yeah, Will says, my counselor used to tell me, quote, one day you'll look back and think what happened was a good thing. I would say, are you insane? Now I can see what he is talking about. I've said the same thing. I mean, I'm, I'm spot on with your counselor. And, and I, sometimes I'm cautious to say that because if you're still in the middle of the, if you're, if you're still in the middle of it, the, the, the rational and reasonable response is, are you insane? How am I ever going to look back and think this is a good thing? But I'll tell you, like in my situation, I, this was a good thing for me, not for my finances, not for the path I was going, but I mean, my, my own emotional, spiritual growth, my peace, my happiness, um, and the reality is, is as I started to shift into this. I mean, maybe, maybe it's an age thing. Maybe when you get, you know, you've been on the planet long enough and you, and you're in the rat race and you keep doing the same thing over and over again. You one time you wake up one day and just go, man, I can't keep doing this. And that's kind of what happened with me. And I'm kind of, the, the thing is, is what the, the pivot point on this is that as the X 
stop being able to maintain chaos in my own mind, in my mind, and made things worse because she was losing control, which ramped up everything because she was, in my opinion, desperately trying to get things back the way they were before. You know, let's get things back to chaos. Let's get things back to to this comfortable, chaotic environment. And uh, and it just progressed from there and just went to went to hell. Anyways, that's that's my rant for the morning. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this. Uh, I think I did earlier. Tomorrow, I do intend to do a, a member-only event in the morning. So I'll put the link in uh, in the community tab for channel members. So watch out for that. So hopefully I'll see you. I'm, I'm thinking about I'm trying to... I'll, I'll firm up the time tomorrow if... Um, or not tomorrow, I mean, or tomorrow, later today. So I do have some work issues that I have to, as soon as this is over, I have to finish finish up the podcast stuff and then get, I actually have to go meet with my folks today. I've been, I've been directed to go look direct. I have to look at them in the eye, <laughs> which is crazy. And the crazy part about it is we're in California. Everything's locked back down. COVID's gone through the roof. And, uh, they are making everybody do this. I think I'm going to do it in the parking lot. That's what I'm thinking. I'll do that. Well, that was a weird noise. I'll do that and uh, just have them stay in their cars so we can be safe. Let me just use this as a data point. I used to when stupid, not, you know, when st- stupid things at work would happen, I would get really irritated and I'd be like, are you, this is stupid. This is insane. And I've just gotten to the point now. It's like, you know what? You're paying me to do a job. That's what you want me to do. Fine. You know what? Maybe I'll give you my opinion saying this is frustrating or maybe there's a better way or to ask a question. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to get wrapped up in it. It just isn't worth it. It isn't, I, I guess, I guess, to summarize what I was talking about before, I've gotten to the point where it's like, I don't want chaos in my life anymore. I don't want stress. I don't want anxiety. I don't want, I mean, I, and I know to a certain extent, you can't get around, you can't get away from it. You can't get away from all of it. I understand that. But you can pick and choose what is important enough that you're going to allow into your life. And I think you get to a point especially from after this situation where you you just <laughs> you realize nope I'm not going to you know I'm not going to get there go there I have a friend of mine whose whose wife has uh had a massive brain aneurysm a few years ago and and that was his experience that changed his perspective he's like you know what I'm not worrying about this crap anymore you know my I mean his wife now has a uh, well, like cognitive issues. She's actually really lucky. I mean, she's for the most part, you know, she's can talk, she can move, uh, but the mental capacity is messed up. And uh, sometimes she gets her dream states and her uh, uh, real life confused. So it's been incredibly stressful for him. But 
he used to be another one of those guys that would get really stressed about work. And I was like, whatever, you know what? I mean, some things, especially right now with the, with what's going on and stuff. I mean, he's a little concerned about being put at risk and because his wife is actually, uh, very susceptible to, to, you know, comorbid comorbidities for COVID. So anyways, I digress. Oh, Alex says, what is, let me post this up. Alex says, what is the community tab? Excellent question, Alex. Let me, uh, let me pull this up. Okay. So if you, if I can hit the correct button, let me turn that comment off, which did not work. So let me just do this over here to get this out of your guys' way, which is still isn't working. Come on. There it goes. All right. So when you go to the main channel or anybody's channel, actually, and you go to their, their, you know, you basically, what you do is you click on their name, right? So if you're on a video and like on this one, here, let me see if I can click into this. You can, you got the, the DSD thing right here. You'd click on it. It would take you to the main page across the top. You normally have a home videos, playlist community. And that's what I'm talking about there. Community memberships, you know, I didn't know I had a store, uh, community. So you click on the community tab and that's a, a way that I can post, post things to you guys, kind of like a Facebook type post. Um, but I can also set this up to where, uh, I can limit who sees it, right? If it's public or if it's, if it's for members. So that's where that'll be. And if you're interested in doing that, then just Check out the, the 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 community thing. The lowest tier is one ninety nine, and every little bit helps. So I appreciate all the channel members, and it's one of the ways that I can uh, give back. And what we've done so far is we do a video conference call, so it's not a YouTube video. It's just an opportunity for us to uh, to meet and talk one on one and see each other and and uh, do it that way. And I'll, and I'll do it that way until it, that becomes, I mean, if it becomes uh, not uh, sustainable or, or if it's too many people or, or whatever. Um, but I mean, normally it's like, I think we've had like 10 or 15 people in there. And we just kind of talk about different situations and stuff. It's kind of cool. I like it. Um, so, all right. Okay, I guess I don't understand that. Well, maybe, let me, okay, I'm going to highlight this just, so Will says, curious, is talk about pumpkin band when the show is not on? Oh, oh, you mean, oh, you know, that's a, okay, that's a good point. You know, way back when, in the early part of my relationship with Debbie, uh, pumpkin used to be a, a very reoccurring topic because there was a lot of drama going on. I would say, it's not necessarily banned. I mean, there are still things that come up every once in a while because, you know, you have to deal with, you have to deal with the crazy in your life. But it's, I would say probably, maybe it was like a year before the channel started the channel. I mean, we, we finally had a discussion and we're like, you know what, we're, we're spending way too much time talking about the X. And what happened is, is whenever... And it's too bad we should. That, that might be a discussion that whenever I, when Debbie actually comes back on the show that we can talk about. And uh, 
what I was saying is, is that whenever the triangulation started to include her, meaning Debbie, then it kind of re-ramped up the conversation, right? And it was one thing whenever I was being poked in the eye and I was just venting and complaining, you know, so that when that took a tremendous amount of time, I mean, when I, I don't want to say tremendous amount of time, but there was a lot of talk where that's what the conversation was about almost on a daily basis. And then whenever that started to calm down and it pivoted back to where now the ex was focusing her wonderful pumpkin attention to, to Debbie, that re, you know, that re fan the fire, I guess, so to speak on, uh, on, uh, that on her, on the, on the pumpkin topic topic. Here's the thing. What I would, what I would encourage everyone out there to do is try to limit the conversation, especially with your significant other about your ex. It's so easy for their, for your toxic ex to make them the, the topic of conversation every freaking moment because there's always something going on. But I would encourage you to start trying to modify that or put spend more of your time talking about what you guys are doing. Or hell, even if you're by yourself, you know, I mean, just start... Like, give yourself a time frame. Like, if you're irritated with the ex or something and say, okay, I need to vent for 10 minutes, set it, you know, tell your phone to set a timer and get it out of your system and then, then say, okay, you know what? We'll talk about, you know, we're done with this until the next situation comes up. Now let's talk about or let's start focusing on what we're going to do or what you're going to do. Focus on... You know, hey, I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to look at the sunrise or go to the mountains or watch a show or whatever, you know, just, but good question. Sorry, it took me a minute to figure out what you, I was, wasn't following. I wasn't tracking at first. Yeah. So Debbie had said uh, to Will, not banned, but it depends on circumstances, such as the topic pertains to something currently affecting schedule or something like that. Yeah. That's what we try to, it's more now it's more of, okay, so what's going on? You know, um, we don't really, I mean, I know we, I know we talk about, talk about it, but it's not, I admit, but the, it's a shift. I mean, back in the day, it would just be like, you know, my God, you know what just happened? You know what, you know, bleepity bleep 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 just did. And, you know, but again, it kind of goes back to the topic of, of the day. It's just, it's like, okay, so you have to address certain issues just because it's, you know, it's react, you know, it's real. But uh, um, anyways, anyways. Actually, it looks like I have a, a caller, so I'm going to do that before I go to the next uh, next round of comments. Um, hello, and welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Dwayne. Good by Tumblers. How you doing? I'm doing good, Tums. How you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging in there dealing with some weird uh, issues the past week I uh, or the yeah, I guess the past week, because I think I called you last Friday. And um, basically, the and I just kind of want, so it's going to lead to a question, because, and maybe this is a good question for your viewers. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
still my ex, still my ex last yesterday um she's been acting kind of nice to me and where right. like i'll exchange my wolf well, her child so i gave uh, my daughter back to her and then she'll hold her in her hand in her arms and slight and just kind of stand there and kind of watch me kind of walk off in a way kind of like like i don't know it's really weird how to describe it kind of like in a nice way like i'm like why are you looking at what like why are you kind of standing there looking at me walking away like as my daughter was like waving goodbye to me you know i was like it's kind of weird but then so later on so later on that day so i kind of i didn't think too much of it so later on that night um and this was yesterday um she apparently messaged me in OFW. I didn't see it because for some reason I updated my phone and it's not updating me like when I get these messages. Mm. And so she called me and I was like, oh my God, what is it now? It must be the constipation issues because she's, my daughter's been dealing with that the past uh, two weeks for some reason. Um, so she calls me. She starts like kind of yelling at me. And then I was like, like, what did she eat? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, um, so I try to like talk to her in a calm manner and then she, um, I was like, cause I get really concerned for her, like for my daughter's safety with her. Cause yeah. I don't know how crazy these people, people really are. Like I would almost think like, depending on the level of craziness, these people, these people will literally hurt their kids to just, you know, either to prove a false allegation right. or to get your attention something so crazy and i hope that that is never the case so it really gets me like kind of concerned when she calls me about that stuff and i hear her crying in the background so mm-hmm. i'm like i she better not be like doing anything that that it's you're trying to say it's about constipation but it's something else just try to call me so um that kind of worries me and i think like a lot of people you know this is like a normal thing when you're dealing with these type of people so um, she called me and she was doing that. And then like, I just kind of said like, can you, um, can we FaceTime so I can see her? So that way I confirm like, you know, that she's dealing with this issue. So she was crying and uh, we spoke on the phone for about 15 minutes and then um, it kind of left off on a good note. I was like, Hey, you know, take care of her. Like, this is what you should do. Like X, Y, Z. Um, and give me a call back a little later to let me know how she's doing. Not so much that I want to talk to my ex right. on the phone. It's just the fact that I do want to have that kind of communication where we can at least do that, you know, yeah, um, yeah. like on a normal basis when it's necessary. Um, and I'm glad that she even allowed me to like FaceTime her to see her. So I was appreciative of that. And I told her and I documented that in OFW like she did a good thing by, you know, by doing that. And so, but then later, so okay, so she calls me back and she's like, oh, she's asleep and you know, she's this, I mean, she's, she's doing better and all this stuff. But the way that she was talking to me was as if I was her boyfriend, you know, it was like in such a nice way that I'm like, it was really weird. I'm like, and then it got to a point where she got like a long pause and, you know, towards the end and she was like, she's like, this is like the first, uh, nice conversation we had in a good while. And I was like, yeah, I mean, but she acted like nothing was going on with court because we're, we're still in the middle of waiting for a court, a final court order. Right. And I just like, in my mind, I'm like, how can you act like nothing, like there's no reason why we're not 
were not on a good term because of what you did, <laughs> you know? So it's like between yesterday and just kind of like the way she was with me and, you know, and then like kind of, it was almost on a, she was almost being a little bit flirtatious with me. Um, it kind of went back to just her tone and stuff like that. But, um, well, me, so here's my thing. Cause okay. I don't, it's never genuine with these people. Right. It's never genuine with these people. So, and maybe this is, like I said, this is a good question for your viewers as well, but when they're doing this, when they're, I guess it's called hoovering or whatever, mm-hmm. when they're doing that, is there ever a time that you can't take advantage of, like, I'm not saying take advantage of them in a wrong way, but kind of maybe they've hoovered you and, you know, like that kind of behavior, you can kind of use that against them or or to prove a point in court or something like that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you you can. Yeah, yes, you can, but, right, there's a caveat. And and here's the thing, or here's the main thing. I would think of it, like, take somebody who has a drug problem or alcohol problem, right? Um, If if you're into, that's the way I kind of look at these these people, right? That there are equivalent to a drug addiction, and being around them can be dangerous. Now, I have known people who can effectively, for the most part, navigate that and not fall trapped to it, right? Because the risk is is they start being nice, they do hoover you back in, you lower your guard, or you, you know, you you give that give in to something or whatever, and and then they use it against you and then immediately go back to normal or ramp things even up. So the reality is, is if you can have a semi-friendly relationship with your, with your toxic ex and get some, some sense of co-parenting, then that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? The, the problem is, yeah. is that every time, see, the thing is, is I know, I know where you're at, right? Cause I was in the same spot. There was a earlier in the, in this process, there was, were, were times where I would actually talk to the ex never had a time where she was, well, that I saw, maybe it was, but I was so angry. Maybe I just didn't see it, but I didn't really experience the, the nice Hoover, so to speak. So, but see, the other problem with it is, is the most people who end up on this channel, we're, we're all kind of cut from the same cloth, right? We're, 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 empathetic people. I'm not going to say we're all impasse or anything like that, but we do have, uh, you know, we do think about how the other people feel. We have a a moral compass on what we would do. And the idea of being not genuine with somebody and playing them just to accomplish a goal feels crappy, right? And I'm sure that's kind of what you're thinking. You're like, well, if I, I could, I could, I can see how I could use this situation to try to make things better. But for me to do that, I have to pretend or put on an act to, to make this relationship go. Right. I mean, that's kind of where you're at, right? That's kind of, yeah. So, I mean, here's the reality in the big picture, in the, in the, you know, war versus battle thing, that can be a strategic move that helps you out. It's hard because unfortunately what happens is, is these people force us to, to act in a way that we never would, right? I mean, the way I treat my ex now, because I don't talk to her, I stay the hell away from her. 
if she comes around, I immediately go, somebody put in, uh, you know, shields up, I think in the comments, uh, it's exactly what I do, right? I mean, I don't, because I don't trust, I've had so many experiences over the nine years that every time I let my guard down, they or she will use it to, to wiggle her way in to try to basically drive a knife in my side. So, you know, a lot of people are saying it's a trap, you know, trappity trap, <laughs> trap, trap, trappity trap. <laughs> so I, but, but the reality is, you know, well, let me back up. Cause you just recently had, I mean, you had your, your day in court, things went okay. She didn't do very well. So it doesn't surprise me right. that she's trying to reset the, the game and the control in a different way. Right now, most of the time what happens, or a lot of time, not most of the time, but, but a lot of time what happens is, is these people get empowered by the legal system. So they feel like, hey, you know, you know, I'm winning, you're losing, I'm in control, you know, they, they all believe me, so you have to bow to me. Well, well, you had a really good day in court, even though your temporary order or your, your order hasn't come out yet. All yeah. indications are is that she lost pretty bad. Went to trial, if I remember correctly, lost. So typically one of two things happens. Either they completely shut down and they ignore you or they do what, what she's doing right now. It's like, oh crap, I didn't. And, and the sad reality is, is sometimes as they're thinking, oh crap, I lost. Let me hit the reset. Let me try to, to rechange the dynamic to cause another problem, not to fix the relationship or make things better or whatever, but just to give them a, a tactical advantage to turn around and try to attack you again. So you do have to be careful, but there, I think there are ways that you could use this situation to your advantage. Yeah. Definitely. I think like it's, um, and I know that like, to a degree it's what she's trying to do to me. She's trying to make me share information that potentially she could use against me in the future. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, just like just something so stupid that well, could be like, it's not even a big deal. But just like my, the minor little things that they feel like that could add up, you know? <laughs> well, let me, Techmore said something. I just want to pull this up and, get, and basically says, didn't she withhold your child from you for months? Hell no, never trust that nice nonsense. It's a trap. Keep it business-like. And, and the, the other thing I just want to say, which kind of yeah. dovetails on, on this, and I think a problem that a lot of us have, and I know I did too, is when someone runs you through, through the nightmare gamut, you know, or, or machine, and then they do their thing, they play their, their, their role and then it's over. You know, sometimes they come back and they're like, mine, mine did do this. It was like, okay, I took everything from you. I tried to say you were a monster. I tried to say that you, you know, um, were just horrible human. Um, I've taken every effing thing I can from you. Well, why can't we be friends now? It's like, are you, are you kidding me? You know, you freaking <laughs> destroyed 22 decades of our lives. You know, I mean, you're basically Satan um, no, I'm sorry. You know, I mean, I haven't said this to her like that, but that's kind of the, what, what happens is, is like these people and it's, it, it'll drive you crazy. It's a, it's kind of a form, not kind of, it is a form of gaslighting where they just come back and it's like, like what you're experiencing right now. It's like, okay, well, you know, I, I, I kept the your kid from you for months and, and made you do all this and, and tried everything to destroy you. And, and that didn't work. So, okay, let's be friends. And it's like, um, and then, and the sad reality is, is because we have kids with these people you, you can't get away from them. I mean, if you didn't have kids, you'd basically say, you know, you would be, I'm sure I know what most of us would do. You would look the person in the eye and say, get the F away from me. Don't ever come around me again. I never want to see you again. If you come around me, I'm going to file a restraining order. 
go away. But when you have kids, you can't right. do that. Yeah. I mean, that's just I have my, my theories, you know, and that makes sense. You know what you're saying? Yeah. She's trying to change strategy and mm-hmm. like, um, trying to be a little bit more communicative because how, you know, we come from, I went through the ignoring stage of mm-hmm. like, you know, for seven months, I wasn't able to see my child ever. If I ever messaged her, she would ignore me. And then the courts got involved, you know, so that he has to have parenting time and, you know, whatever. And that, and then like the, her, her communication with me, she doesn't, she still doesn't even really tell me what she does with her, with, with our kid. Um, it's just, I'm the one that always shares the information and I, and I use that to my benefit. I mean, I really do. And it really works for me. I mean, it, when you, when you compare two parents and you have one parent that shares information and the other one doesn't, um, you know, there was, I mean, so it's to a degree, like, yeah, you can take advantage of certain, so it's like, you're almost playing their same game to a degree. You can do it. Yeah. It's like, can you do it? Do you want to do it forever? Nah, I mean, it gets, it gets a little old and, you know, you got to focus on other things in your life. I mean, you just can't focus on like fighting, 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 yeah. fighting like well, forever, you know, with, Right. I, I would say, that, and the, the sad reality is, is they don't stop. I have a, another friend of mine uh, who's going through something similar and he does have a relation, a, a semi okay relationship with his ex, but the, but the lady's crazy. I mean, she just continually does crazy stuff. You, you know, it's like, it's, I don't know. I think it's almost like having a pet rattlesnake, right? You know, maybe if the rattlesnake is, is full and, and you've eaten it, I'm not eating it, but I mean, if it's eaten and it's, and it's, you know, that I don't know why I'm using the snake analogy other than a rattlesnake's dangerous. And then it's your pet and you grab it every once in a while. Well, you always have to be on guard because if you aren't, if you make any mistakes, that damn thing's going to bite you and kill you. I mean, and, and unfortunately that's what these right. people are like. I mean, they might be, Oh, look, look at the cute little rattlesnake. I'll look up on their rock. All happy. Oh, how cute. Well, you better keep your eye on that damn thing a hundred percent of the time because you never know when it's gonna, you know, decide. Okay, I'm 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 rattlesnake, so let me. Oh, you you know, let me bite you now. I don't know if that's a good analogy, but I think think it makes sense. <laughs> no, I think that they are very vengeful people. You know, especially if you're the one that left them, um, even though they could be winning and you know, or yeah, whatever, they can feel like they can. If they feel like they can pull you back in to destroy you again, you know, they'll do it. And so I just kind of feel like with her, it's just like um, there's something that she wants, you know, and I do think it has to do with like she's preparing for the court, <laughs> the court order, maybe not going her way. She might be oh, yeah. like um, she, she might not be getting the attention that she yeah. wants or maybe she just like maybe she was dating somebody and maybe they just broke up now. Dude, it's. Yeah, and you'll drive yourself crazy trying to figure out what it is, right? Because they don't use any type of logic. I mean, th- the best thing to look at it as is that she's focused on whatever is good for her in the moment. And, you know, it's like the other caller we had, um, the one, you know, who has their exes in the States and she's in Canada. And, you know, the guy, the, whenever he tried to, or, you know, hey, I need to see my kid through COVID and all this stuff. And the only reason all the discussions that we were all having, trying to figure out what the underlying thing and nobody thought about it. The underlying thing was to be able to say, Oh, look, I I have my kid uh, and I paid for them to come. So can we change child support? You know, an emergency ex parte order to try to adjust child support. I mean, it's like, you never know what these people are really, what's really going on. 
I mean, and everything you said could be true. I know. It could be an ex-boyfriend. It could yeah, be it's... just trying to reset the baseline with you. It could be a Hoover attempt to try to, you know, I've seen this too, where people will, will, uh, I've seen this at, with some people at work where their ex-wives leave or their wives take off. I had one, one guy who worked for me, his wife left, went, you know, basically cheated on with another guy left without the kids moved out. The guy was lined up, lined up. I mean, to have everything a month later, she realizes, Oh shoot. Oh crap. I screwed up. Oh, take me back, honey. Came back and we're like, dude, what the hell are you doing? She let him back in the house. This time effectively got him kicked out, got the cops to kick him out of the house and ran him through the machine. And you know, part two, well now it's, they're back together, right? So you reset yeah. everything and all the mistakes are gone. This next time she was able to get custody of the kid. I mean, she just railed him. I mean, and it's like, you just got to be really careful because these people are not genuine. And as soon as you realize it, you just have to accept it. Holy crap. We've been talking for 17 minutes, man. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, yeah. I don't want to take up. I, I, I didn't want to take up all your time. I just want to like kind of get some. Well, did that help? Some perspective on it. And I feel like some, I feel like, yeah, it does help. I mean, like there could be multiple things why she's doing what she's doing. It's a matter of, um, I think the question is, is that I'm still relatively new to this. So it's like, yeah. Um, maybe trying to figure that out. But I think the second thing is like, how can we, you know, use that to our advantage? And I, you've answered that really well and it's good for co-parenting. It can be good. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, well, the problem is you just, I don't know, I guess you, you just can't scenario. trust it. Right. I mean, that that's, that's the sad reality is if you start lowering your guard and just anticipate at some point, the rattlesnake's going to bite you, you know? So, I mean, it's like, I guess oh, it, yeah. to, I just, to use I, that, I, to, I, to use that analogy, it would be just like, okay, if that's a situation, so you wear, you know, you wear leather, long leather or high leather boots so that you're, you're protected. You have, you know, stuff protecting your, your body as much as possible. So, I mean, you don't go in and flip flops and a, you know, and shorts and no t-shirt to go grab your rattlesnake. Right. I mean, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good, good point. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, All right. but thanks so much. And, um, yeah, have a good weekend. Thanks so much, Dwayne. You, you too, man. Thanks. That's uh, man. I, you know, it's it's uh, I was just watching uh, uh, the Fifth Element, the part whenever he looks at it and it's a bomb, it's a bomb, and he's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's like, no, 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 no. It's not a, it's not a bomb. It's not a rattlesnake. We have rattlesnake detectors. Okay. If you guys haven't seen the movie, then you won't even know my analogy. <laughs> Let me look at some of the comments. Uh, anyways, I, I just, it's so tough because we don't want to be in this nightmare, right? And this completely screws with our head because it doesn't make sense. The whole thing doesn't make sense. And then when they turn around, and they try to act nice. And, and I have, you know what? I haven't, let me, where is this? Let me see if I can find this. Have you guys, have you guys seen my old video? Beware the nice. Let's see here. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, beware of the nice. This is an old, yeah, look at this. This is super old. My old, so this is like, this is like the first few months of the video of the, the channel. This video right here, beware of the nice. Generally, when a narcissistic narcissist, sorry, is being nice, 
it means something bad is about to happen. In this video, I talk about how to recognize and protect yourself and how to utilize this indicator. Wow, 71,000 views. And that one, uh, I look like such a dork in that, <laughs> in that picture. Anyways, if you haven't seen that, I would, I would uh, recommend you guys check that out. Do a blast from the past. All right, I'm going to, uh, uh, I do have another caller and I know we're, yeah, we're doing okay on time. So let me, let me go to this one. It says, I just want to follow up on the co-parenting that they are talking about. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, T Solo. I don't have you you called before? How are you doing, man? Yeah, you have called. I see that. So what's going on? I'm doing well. I'm doing great. You know, it was it it really struck me when y'all was talking about uh, your co-parenting thing, and you know, all of a sudden, nice. I mean, my story is like everybody else's. I mean, it's my favorite thing. Saying is same hell, different devil. I think we all went through that. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's. It's one of the things that I, I find that, you know, I kind of consider my relationship is like North Korea and South Korea. You know, oh, yeah. they're kind of at peace, but there still is a DMZ zone and somebody pokes over and pokes over. Yep. And, you know, what I found is, is you know, you just can't, these small things, you can't really get, you know, mogged down by these little simple fights about dropping off at the exact time and all this stuff because it just hurts you in the long run. Oh, yeah. And it's better to have a couple issues that you say, listen, I'm not going to give on this issue, but I may give on these other ones because I mainly play rope-a-dope in my <laughs> relationship. I mean, I, I take it, take it, so there's something that I'm really dead on and I'll take a stand. And right. never trust these people. They will never, never. I mean, no yeah. matter how much they're nice, because it was such a shock to me, you know, that we went through so much bad stuff. And this one day, everything's fine. Oh, I you know, know. And I'm in shambles, you know, mm-hmm. everything. And it's like nothing happens. So, and I always tell people going through this, is like, you know, I, I feel like a video game character. When you first go through it, you're not, you're level one, you have no skill. But as you go through this mess, you start developing these skills that help you fight. And, you, can, you know, you get, you get leveled. I, I say I'm a fully leveled up the character. I've got all my abilities. I know all the tricks. I know what to do. Don't get angry. Don't show emotion, you know. So it's one of those things, don't trust these people. You can be nice, but always have your head on a swivel. Always be prepared. Yeah. No, you're right, man. You're spot on. And it's it's a it's a weird way to have to live, but they force that issue. They force that on us. And and you know, the sad thing about this, the guy called a couple of days ago, and it really struck me. He was going like, a, you know, he don't want to ever get back in the system. He don't want to think about it anymore. And I think that's part of the problem when you go through this. It's so traumatizing that you don't want to think about it ever again and nothing really gets changed. You know, it's like, cause you don't, so I don't, but this show and what, thank goodness for what you're doing, because I mean, you have no idea how many people you're helping daily that probably don't call in or don't make comments. But I know for me, for example, when I was going through my mess, you were, I, I said earlier, you're my best friend. I listen to you every day. I'm walking, exercising, trying to, you know, clean my life up. And you were talking to me every day. There's so many guys out there who need that. There's so many guys that, that that need the support and it's just like because we don't understand because it's so counter intuitive to anything we've ever experienced yeah you know i thought the legal system was fair until i got into it you know <laughs> and then you realize it's not fair yeah so that's all i wanted to say and just thank you Dwayne, for what you do man you, you're I, I mean you have we'll never know how much good you do i mean you'll never know well thanks man i appreciate you saying that thanks for the call
That's uh, that's awesome. I mean, uh, it's not awesome that any of you guys are going and gals. Any of the, any of you guys are not are going through this. I mean, this is this is not the way that I would like to have created a community of people. But uh, you know, the reality is, is that I mean, this is real. This is a situation we have to go through, and uh, I appreciate. T Solo, I appreciate you saying that, man. I mean, that's kind of the whole, the the starting point. I know I've said this before, but every time it comes up, I I, I get into the mode where I just like to re- reiterate this, and that's I started this because I knew how dangerous this was for me when I was going through it, and how you know, I mean, there was a there were dark days that I went through on this, and I'm like, you know, maybe. This this silly little channel, I mean, thirty two thousand. Like, oh, did you guys notice I went over thirty two thousand? That's cool. Um, might catch somebody, you know, late at night while they're by themselves. They've lost all hope, and maybe they'll run across my 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 channel, my stupid little beware of the nice videos and all that stuff. And maybe it'd just be enough for them to go, whoa, wait a minute, this guy's talking to me. That story sounds. It's super familiar. Well, if this guy could get through it, maybe I could get through it. And that's kind of been the premise on this. I mean, that's the reason why I haven't haven't stopped doing it. So, um, yeah. Anyways, I digress. Uh, okay, it looks like... No, that's a... See, sometimes my little interface thing over here does weird stuff. So, or not weird stuff. It's just like... I have to like look at it to see what mode it's in. Wish I had a different the interface was a little bit better. Anyways, uh, I do like I, I do want to go back with one thing that uh, T Solo was saying when he was on the call, and that was using the the um, analogy of a video game. Th- that is so true, right? For any of you guys that play, or any of you folks out there that play video games, I've been playing Fortnite lately. Well, not lately, probably for maybe six, seven months, a year, whatever. Kids finally got me into it. It's like the only thing I play. I don't really play play much. But when I started that thing, I had no clue what was going on with it. And uh, I just, you know, over time, you you learn the rules, you learn the techniques, you get better at it, you calm down. That's one thing I've noticed. I do better now at that game if I just don't get myself. If I get stressed or something like that, I make mistakes and I lose. If I can stay cool under pressure, I uh, I do I do better. So I like that analogy. That was a good one. Maybe maybe that was even better than the rattlesnake one. Though I like the rattlesnake one. I thought that was just funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> Albert, <laughs> my lawyer's... Money should have gone to you. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Skyrim. Scottzilla says Skyrim. My son plays Skyrim. I think my daughter might as too. I don't know. I don't play. They try to get me. My kids try to get me to play other games. And I'm just like, no, I'm not interested. And I, what I do it now is, is like if I get really frustrated about something like, that, like the other day when I was trying to do that programming stuff. If I get frustrated, I'll go play a round or two. And then it's like it kind of helps me reset. So, uh, 
Oh, uh, smart Alex. That's hilarious. Says, I agree 100%. You talk to friends, but they don't really know this has been so helpful. Yeah, man, it, it is so tough because most people don't understand. And even people who, if, if people have been through it and they just muscled through it from, for their own sheer determination, a lot of times they come out the other side of this severely damaged. And I find that incredibly sad because you can muscle your way through this but, and, and then take the bitterness and the anger, anger with you and have it corrupt the rest of your life. And that's one of the things I, I absolutely do not want to happen to any of you guys. What I want, and I know I say this a lot too, my goal for you guys is to get to the point that uh, this channel's, you know, it's, it's served its purpose and you moved on with your life and you don't need it anymore. Now, hopefully the morning show is entertaining enough that you might still listen to it. I actually like doing this show too. Uh, you know, or maybe I can convert you and move you over to my, one of my other channels, like my camping channel that I haven't finished editing the video for. But, uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that I, my goal is, is that you've, you've got, you get to a point where you've been able to process through the anger and the bitterness, the resentment, and to really embrace the rest of your life and not allow this person to destroy the rest of your life. And I know I've said this before, but I've seen so many people, well, hell, like even my dad, my, my own father was so angry and bitter from this that it negatively affected the rest, you know, everything. Now, you know, now he's, he's beyond it. But I mean, it took him into his late 60s to really get to the point where his perspective changed. Actually, it was really around when my whole thing happened. I think it brought up so much. My situation brought up so much past resentment and triggers and PTSD from his divorce to my mom that I think it just finally, he just had to get to the point where it's like, okay, I can't, I can't keep thinking about this and just letting it go and saying, F it, you know? How much more time do I have on this planet? And am I going to waste it being angry about this? You know, and, and uh, I think that's the key. That is the key. So. Let's see. Cammie says, I don't understand how my kid is reacting to this because he hasn't ever brought it up. If you're talking about your child, here's the reality of our kids with this. And I didn't believe this at first, but. This, the kids tend to think that all this is their fault or they really put themselves in the middle of it. And I know, you know, when I heard that and I had multiple therapists tell me, and it wasn't until one of my kids, or I think almost all of them said the same thing. So here's the thing. What I would say on that, Cammie, is just be open, remind your child that none of this is their fault and uh, just be available and open so that they can talk about it. 
Oh, six years old. That makes it even tougher. You know, and just keep an eye on it and, and try to, if, if things seem, you know, as he gets older, more complicated, consider, I know a lot of people don't like therapy, but one of the things I, I wish that I would have learned as a kid is how to process stuff to, to not just hold on to it. It would have been much better for me. Yeah. So let's see here. All right. Oh man. We're like down to how much time we got left. We got two minutes. I'm going to grab this caller, but you're going to have to be, be pretty quick because we're almost out of time. So hello and welcome to the show. Hi, Dwayne. Um, my name is Linda. I'll be really quick. Um, kind of should have called earlier. I may have to call you back the next time we go live. Okay. Um, but basically, um, I I was the one that was, well, I'm actually still married um, to a covert narcissist, but I left um, three years ago. And when I initially left, I was living in the same state. Okay. Um, my spouse is a prior, prior service member. He did not retire. Um, so I kind of always worked, you know, lower wage jobs, lower wage jobs. Long story short, um, I did separate with the understanding that, you know, this is toxic, you know, and I don't want our children to live like this. And then at that point, um, he, he discarded, right? Yeah. So I lost my job. Um, I started going to therapy and starting to get an understanding and I lost my job and I said, Hey, you know, can you help me? Um, for, you know, until I find another job. Now, mind you, I was working literally 60 hours a week paying all of the marital debt because it was in my name because I had the better credit. Of course, he refused. So I kind of got left with $45,000 worth of debt and um, no job. So right. I wound up having to relocate out of state, okay, um, because I needed a job. I needed something quick. And I had no one to help me. And like you know, when you're in these type of relationships, you don't have friends, you don't have family, yeah. you don't have support. It's just you and that person. Long story short, I have been gone now for three years, and um, I'm still in therapy. I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. And um, my my oldest daughter, she's grown, but my son, I have a son that's about 15 years old. And my my husband is a Disneyland parent, so. Even though I know that it's not the best environment for him, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to live with me. He's very clear about that, right? So I have been thinking about returning um, because I want to settle this. I'd like to go ahead and file for a divorce and get this settled because he's not going to do it, and he has totally ghosted me. So for three years, I don't know anything about what's going on in my children's life except for the communication with my child. My question is very simple. I know it's a crazy dynamic, but what if I don't want to return? You know, I'm thinking about it, but in my deepest part of my being, I really don't want to return because my son has already made it clear to me he doesn't want to live with me. So I'm kind of just going to be there sitting, waiting for an opportunity to be a part of his life. Yeah. I just wanted to know what you thought about that. I mean, it's a little bit opposite of what all you guys are dealing with. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and thanks for the call. I'll try to answer it as I wrap things up. So what I, when I, what I hear what she's saying is, is that, separated from the ex, the other parent has the child and the other, and basically the 15 year old is saying, I don't want to come back to you. Actually, this is kind of a very similar situation and you're out of state, you know, you got to pick your battles, right? I mean, 
there there comes a point whenever your kid is basically, you know, turned to the dark side, so to speak, and you have to decide, is it worth it to do a knockdown drag out fight that's going to be financially devastating to what are you, I mean, what's your goal? What you're going to, what are you going to accomplish? You know, I mean, now some of us want to keep, want, don't want to get to that point and want to fight that. And that's perfectly valid too. But I mean, at the end of the day, you have to, you have to do what's right for you. And oftentimes, especially a kid that doesn't want to be with you, they're going to make your life a living hell and you got to decide where it is now, what, you know, what you want to do with that. Now, the reality is, or your best bet is not to allow it to get to that point, right? I mean, that was my early stage. That's what I was focusing on doing is getting to the point to where I didn't get to that point. And it was close. And let me just put it to you this way. Had the ex one was able to move away, the kids were three states away, you know, I mean, two day drive, uh, financially, I wouldn't have been able to go see him. I mean, so, I mean, and financially, I don't think I could switch jobs to move my career to be closer to him. You know, what do you do? You know, my choice is to be either angry or it would have been to be just angry and PO'd for the rest of my life, or at some point try every avenue I could to, to keep a relationship going. And it sounds like she has some of a relationship with their kids still communicating with her, but you know, I mean, you have to look at the overall field on it. And what I would say on that situation, if I was in those in that shoe, I would be like, okay, how do I continue to go on with my life? Leave the door open so that if my kid wants to have a relationship and a conversation or, or whatever to be there, I mean, I wouldn't want to just be uh, a bank account, um, but, uh, you know, so anyways, I don't know if that was a good, that was a, that was a rough one to, to do right at the last minute. So but on that, let me hit the right buttons here. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with me on Friday. Uh, if you haven't thought about becoming a channel member, why don't you do that today? And then you can participate in tomorrow's event. Uh, I'm trying to line up some guests for next week. I might have somebody on, uh, I don't know if Monday is going to work, but Monday or Tuesday, uh, I'm kind of excited about it. It's a, a doctor from the UK who specializes in uh, basically personality disorders. So with a lot of experience in, with this. So I'm trying to form our firm that up. So hopefully keep your eyes out, our eyes open for that. And on that, I do want to thank all the existing channel members who've so graciously mashed that button to show their support. Even the lowest tier helps out tremendously. And on that, take care of yourself guys i can't believe the week's already over and we'll see you back here on monday and for the members tomorrow <laughs>